the coffee cream and convo. It's going down. Did y'all miss us last week? I bet y'all did. You shouldn't have, though. No, because we were here. You weren't here. <laughs> well, we weren't here on this, um, you know, platform, channel, whatever you want to nah, call it. No, you're right. Yeah, but, we but. Were, we were, like, around, though. You could have found us. If you yes. Were, of so, for anyone who missed it, even though, you know, we put out a little tidbit to let you know where we were, uh, we were on Come to Think of It last week. Absolutely. So, uh, be sure to run over to Come to Think of It after you finish listening here. Yes. Uh, to check out that episode, the slap heard round the world. Be ready for all of the shenanigans. All kinds of shenanigans. Where we uh, talked about Will Smith, Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett, all of that stuff. And man, a whole lot of other things. And, and other shenanigans because, you know, there's always shenanigans there. Um, so hopefully that'll be the first and last time we'll talk about that because I'm tired of hearing about that. So am I. <laughs> and I didn't want to have to talk about it the first time. Uh, I was happy to get it out of the way. Yeah. But Samad insists we're going to end up having to talk about this again, whether we like it or not. Oh, well, um, I I didn't. And I, I said it on. A, I didn't say it on the air, but I said it on our Instagram. I didn't really want to get into it because there was so much controversy and so many people looking at it and so many people picking it apart. And I felt like I was just hopping on the bandwagon. But when you mentioned that Samad wanted to do it, I thought it was a good idea because there was definitely some perspective that I wanted to offer because I saw some things differently from how a lot of people were talking about it publicly. Yeah. So I'm glad that you guys did that episode. I was actually really excited to do it. I think I got uh, a lot of my points across, which I'm sure plenty of people will not agree with, but that's okay. I'm cool with that. I mean, everybody's entitled mm. to think what they want to think. Indeed. doesn't mean you're right or you're wrong. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to put in my little two cents in my perspective yeah um no I, I feel as though i offered my side of things how he, i look at it yes samad for damn sure offered his he sure did and uh he offers up a couple other things so <laughs> go on over there and check that out <laughs> yes please so again wherever you're listening to us right now when you're done listening to this episode please go look for come to think of it and check out the slap heard around the world and then when you're done you can listen to all the other episodes they have there because they have a lot yeah, and uh, we'll see you there. Yes. Because we'll be there. Well, I mean, Tommy will be there. I'll be yeah, there for I'll be a there. Bit. She'll be there for some of it. Yeah, I was there for a couple of episodes. You're, you're in a lot of stuff. <laughs> We're a tight-knit community here at Dead Savage. <laughs> yes, we are. So, uh, that's that. Uh, next thing. We are working on so much, so much stuff, y'all. I don't think I've really posted on our uh, Instagram, which I'm, you know, I'm always on there. Yeah. Uh, for the past couple of days because there's been so especially this one thing i want to talk about it so bad you i know, know it, i want to talk about it it's, so it's bad difficult to keep it to yourself <laughs> when you're so excited about it i am excited to talk about it um I, i've been uh sending some emails you know yep um steadily, i know yes steadily doing some research i really want to talk about it but because of the nature of this particular topic huh <laughs> it might not be i didn't even catch that until you said it <laughs> it might not be uh something we're going to talk about until next season because we have to see it, how it has to develop yeah it, it's 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 an ongoing current thing that's going on so there's that uh so that's a next season thing there's also um a new show we're considering putting out well, to new shows we're considering putting out which we've been working on that which oh my god so we've been busy y'all we've been so 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 busy 
but super excited. Same. <laughs> that did not sound like excitement at all. That was like, uh, yeah, whatever she said. That's okay. I'm super excited. And I know Tommy's literally what same means. Tommy's low key super excited as well. I'm as excited as I get for things. Oh, oh God. Okay. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Maximum excitement. That's exactly what that means. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Anything else we got we get to talk about before we hop on our topic? We got nothing. Oh, we, oh, we got tons to talk about today. <laughs> we got nothing. No, we have tons to talk about. We sure do. So you want to hop into today's episode? Yeah, let's get it done. All right, y'all. This week, hmm, be ready. We are talking about the don't say gay bill. Gay. Gay, 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 gay. <laughs> I am saying that because I know. I, do for I know that people who know me already know my stance on this. Yes, you be saying gay a lot. I do. I do. I'm all for all gay things. I don't care. I don't. I, I'm not a judgmental person. So when this topic, when this bill came out, there were so many <sighs> things that I just did not understand. Right. You I heard a lot about it really fast. Yes. Um, I was in some comment section boxing verbally, of course, um, because of some of the ignorance that I was Man. reading. You know, I, I showed you, I took screenshots of some of the conversations that I had with some people. Mind blowing. It takes shit like this to really find out who your fucking neighbors are. Sometimes. Oh my gosh. Not okay. literally like, I don't know my fucking neighbors and we didn't <sighs> get to know them because of this bill coming out. But like, I imagine if you live in Florida or someplace that, you know, this is like a relevant topic uh, yeah. in a public place, then, you know, you get to see who the fuck's around. Just like when the, the, the Democrats versus Republicans, Trump versus the world right. thing came around, like you really started to see right. who's who out here and who right. the fucking idiots are. Right. So again, this is going to take you to those same people. I can almost guarantee it. It's, it's one of those things because I feel like for me, at least and I'm, I'm, I want to do this. I want to do this episode because I wanted to get some understanding for myself. Yeah, because I want to know what it is that that everybody's so bent out of shape over because yeah, they really are. Some people, I got to say, seem to just be like, what the fuck ever? Like, it's it's nothing different. Yeah. But a lot of people are really, really outraged. Right. Some people are outraged just that they keep calling it the don't say gay bill. And that was one of the topics that uh, I got into uh, my boxing match on Facebook. One of them, one of the many, um, because of uh, someone trying to say that the bill should not be called the don't say gay bill because it doesn't say don't say gay in the bill however some of the language that's utilized you know sexual orientation is synonymous with gay so yeah okay either way this week we're gonna pick it apart so heidi can get you some understanding hopefully well, all right or, or or not you know i hope at the end you you feel like a real floridian I probably won't. I hope I, I don't actually hope that because I'd like to stay married. <laughs> I don't think I will. I don't think. But my, my uh, gosh, I'd hope so. Yeah, I'm not trying to move to Florida and marry someone in a trailer park. Not that everyone who voted for Trump lives in a trailer park. I'm just saying. Some of y'all actually have good jobs and just poor decision making skills. So I want to come to an understanding because i feel like maybe i'm missing something maybe i don't fully understand uh what the bill means and um the ramifications of it maybe it's me maybe i'd like to, i'd like to, I, i'm willing to accept it like if i read it if we pick it apart and i'm wrong 
then I'm okay with being wrong. Um, Fair enough. I just want to learn a little bit more. So, for anyone who doesn't know, just a quick update. Uh, in March of 2022, uh, Florida passed the Parental Rights in Education Bill, which is also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, which a lot of people hate that they're, it's been dubbed that, but, you know, whatever. You got to get this spin out there somehow. Yeah. You well, got to draw attention to it. Either way, the bill goes into effect officially on July 1st. So, let's, uh... Here we go. <laughs> Let's dive into it. All right, I'm, I'm going to start out just by reading the whole first first portion of it, the first 24, 25 lines. Okay. Because uh, this is just where they, they open it up and lay out what the fuck it's supposed to be. An act relating to parental rights and education amending section 1001.42 requiring district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of law for notifying a student's parent of specified information. Requiring such procedures to reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children in a specified manner. I don't necessarily disagree with either of those things yet. I don't either. I think that um, as a parent we need to have... Uh some say in the child's education yeah you can't just be sending your kid to school and they can teach them whatever the hell they want and you know maybe it violates how you want your kid to grow up absolutely maybe they're you know telling your child that catholicism is bad and atheism is good and maybe now they're going to teach kids you know that the devil had played a part in history instead you never know you never can tell well you know one thing that they've done recently is they've allowed uh, parents to have their child opt out of certain uh testing which I, I think that's okay because um, to some extent they've switched the curriculum to where you're studying. It seems like you're studying to take a test. Like think about the, the yeah. packets that um, the kids been bringing home lately. It's all these uh, preparation packets for this testing that she has to do at the end of the month. Now yeah. I, I didn't opt her out of it. I, I'm letting her do the, the testing. Um, but are we studying to learn? Or are we studying to take a test? No, when, you, when you're doing a test like that, you're studying to get your school district more money. Right. Which benefits you, obviously. But it should not be the child's job or the parent's job to walk through and hurry up and quick make this money because the teachers aren't doing their job in the first few years of the kid's education. Uh, I, I think right now in, in, in these COVID times, it, it's, it's interesting because um, a lot of these kids missed out on a lot of school. Yes. And they have to relearn a lot of stuff. Um, so at the same time, like using the kids school, for example, they got a lot of funding because they got laptops now and all kinds of different things they didn't have before. Either way. It's because the, the seven children that actually showed up for school during COVID uh, probably tested well last year. Maybe either way. Um, I'm, I'm not for the constant testing, but I'm not opposed to my, my daughter going and get tested, doing this, uh, testing that she has coming up. Um, but that's just me. I like the fact that I have the option, though, yes. to opt out. If Sometimes that's I what feel, makes a difference. Yes, if I feel like it's not necessary. So I'm, I'm, I'm for parental rights for what certain things that kids should be um, doing in class, things that they should be learning. Yeah. You know, I don't agree with taking away learning certain things, but that's we'll get there. OK, so continuing we'll mm-hmm. prohibiting the procedures from prohibiting a parent from accessing certain records. I don't like that they're trying to prohibit prohib- prohibition. Prohibit. Okay, like I get that they gotta they gotta word it that way. Prohibiting the procedures from prohibiting a parent from accessing certain records, saying that the school district can't make any kind of procedure 
that stops a parent from accessing any kind of record, be it from a counselor or whatever. Okay. Providing construction. I'm not sure exactly how construction applies here. Like if it's the, the construct of the classroom or whatever. But providing construction. Prohibiting a school district from adopting procedures or student support forms that require school district personnel to withhold from a parent specified information or that encourage or have the effect of encouraging a student to withhold from a parent such information. I don't... See, this this word gets a little, a little touchy for me because not every child's home is a safe space. Agreed. I and can attest to that for sure. Exactly. We'll use you for an example. You grew up in a very uh, abusive, for it is what it is, household. And... Um, I feel as though there are a lot of children that live in that kind of uh, household and the safest place for them to be is at the school where they can go to the counselor and they can teach, they can speak openly about what they're experiencing and should have that, that, that safe bubble to be able to speak openly and speak candidly. What if you went to school when you were, you know, seven and the things that I know about that happened to you at age seven, um, told a counselor, this is what happened, this is what happened, this is what happened, this is what happened. And then they went back and told your parents, what do you think is going to happen? You would have gotten beaten the fuck up worse. Well, yeah. That, that, I mean, I wasn't no snitch, though. I wasn't telling anybody what was happening. I, I, but sh should I have had to go that route? That mm -hmm. would have been a problem if they notified my parents. Absolutely. Because now they got me in counseling. So, I mean, we didn't get to that part of the bill yet. but Yeah, that's fine. I'm sorry. But that, that was something that was, I, I had to throw that out there. Again, very passionate about this. So I know I'm going to rant randomly. Continue. My bad. Not my bad. <laughs> no, you did that shit on purpose. Sure did. Prohibiting school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical well-being. Still okay with that. What are critical decisions? That's not defined at all. Okay. Okay. Prohibiting a school district from encouraging classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a specified manner. The specified manner is unspecified. Okay, so for clarification, primary grade level is uh, kindergarten through third grade. So that takes me back to that our episode that we did, Sex Ed or Not. Um, while I think we both agreed that sex ed is necessary... There's a certain ages that I don't feel like you need to have conversations with kids about sex. You don't need to discuss sex with a kindergartner. I don't think no. that. I mean, that that seems a little out of place. I think just that by the sound of it. Absolutely. I feel that, um, you know, some kids are exposed to, to things that other children are not. But I don't think that that conversation is necessary in school for kindergarten through third grade. So I agree with that. Um, I, I definitely agree with that part. I feel like when it gets to a certain point, though, children know. Of course, children. I knew. I knew about it for a long time. I knew about it in first grade. But I didn't think that. But I don't see that still as something that you need to have a conversation. Like I have a whole class about with kids. I meant of that age. Children know that they're gay. Oh, yes. So prohibiting a conversation about this could actually become a problem for a child who's feeling confused or hurt by the situation, something they heard someone say. I don't agree with them saying that you can't talk to the child about it. So let me understand now. Let me understand how this goes. So let's say that we have a kid who is in kindergarten and they feel as though they are gay, that they are, they're gay, you know, 
Whatever. Yeah, or maybe they don't know that the word is gay. That's that. See, that's what, that's like, why I said feel. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody just called them, you know, like a, and they were like, "Whoa, like what is that?" Well, maybe in their head, uh, that's someone, you know, a boy who kisses boys. Like that's how they would know it. Right. And they had thought to themselves at some point, you know, I wouldn't mind kissing a boy. Right. So if the kid brings that to a teacher, that's not allowed. Is that is that what that means? Now see that's. It's not saying the kid can't do it because there's no rule being set against the children, really. They, they can't allow it as the school district. Like the teacher is going to have to shoot that down and report it. Not this. If the kid comes to you and says, you know, so-and-so called me this name and, you know, it made me feel some kind of way. I'm confused. They have to tell your parents now. Before they oh, could wow. have said, you know, well, let's get you down to the guidance counselor and, you know, you could talk to them and they'll decide what we're going to do. Right. But like now it's like, OK, let me break out the procedure book. Because we have to figure out who we have to tell that little Billy came up and had this concern. And we have to go through the right channels to notify the parents before we can do anything about it. You got to get the kid out of the classroom kind of thing because you can't. It doesn't specify that. But how else are you going to limit the conversation to only the necessary people between who it was reported to and who tells the parent? This is messy. This is very, very messy. Yeah. And they leave it fairly vague in a lot of places on purpose i believe to make it messy so that you know they can kind of change it and mold it the way they want to along the way see and that's that's what i found bothersome about this because as i was getting into you know my boxing matches and doing my researching on my own um before this episode that's what i saw it's too many gray areas in this okay you don't want to teach your kindergarten through third grade child about sex okay fine all right you don't want to teach them about sexual orientation and stuff like that. Okay, fine. But some of the things and why I was freaking boxing in those comment sections, because these people were saying that you can't, when you have a child that's in kindergarten, uh, they don't understand what it is to be gay. They're only gay if somebody puts that idea in their head. What? How? how? That's ridiculous. How? You hear people all the time say, oh, I knew I was gay yes. my whole life. Yes. I have a family member. Oh, good. I have a family member that uh, I remember we we are, he and I are probably, I want to say a year or two apart in age. So he's about two years older than I am, I believe, or maybe three at the most. Anyway, um, as children, we spent a lot of time together. And I remember he was, there was something, I always used to say, oh, he's so weird because there was something about him that was different. Yeah. But me as a three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old i couldn't say what it was about him that was different but i recognized that there was something different about him um it, obviously later on we found out that he was gay but he told me he knew he knew from when he was small he didn't right. know the word for it but exactly. he knew that about that's himself the, that's a key difference right you kids know they're different they know he knew he knew and it wasn't that anybody put it in his head it wasn't that he was molested it wasn't that he was groomed because that's the other thing that's being tossed around it sounds like he was grooming you how come on i mean you were hanging around an openly gay child yes and i love him to pieces to this day Uh, according to trump code i'm pretty sure that makes you that close to gay oh i'm holding my fingers apart very very little Uh uh-huh right um, so anyway, I haven't read the code myself, but I've heard a lot about it. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> but, um, uh, and, and that, that, that sarcasm y'all, if you can't catch that. Um, but the thing is that you can't say that people don't know that 
you can't right. say that that's it's because somebody planted that idea in their head the, people the are who it. they are you, i mean you can you can see in interviews like crazy you know i watch a lot of documentaries and stuff mm -hmm. and i've seen people talking about they knew their their child their son or their daughter was gay yes from the time they were able to walk and talk yep. mm -hmm. so before mm -hmm. kindergarten the boy wants to wear a dress or the girl is just what they used to call a tomboy yep. back in the day yeah you know and you get these fathers who just have this burning seething hate for who their child became up there going yeah i knew he was gay i knew he was gay before he was in school and i did everything i could to kick the shit out of that but it didn't work he still ended up gay right you know why that happened it wasn't because he turned gay watching tv it's because it was it because was. he was gay absolutely like that's that's absolutely. how gay works it's like being straight you don't choose it that's who you yes. are I mean, period i didn't turn out straight because my father was like hey boy you like vagina get it <sighs> although it i mean sounds he was like, very anti-gay don't get me wrong he was super toxic about gayness mm -hmm. back in the day mm -hmm. much better with it now and you know we talk about that don't come to think of it from time to time and yeah. i may have mentioned it on here a time or two you have but uh that dude was scared to death of gay mm -hmm. all through the 80s and most of the 90s I feel like it's 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 that, that whole uh, talk, not talking about it K through third grade and then past that it has to be uh, or it, you can't discuss it in a specified manner. I don't I don't understand how that works. I'm not sure if that's referring to specificities that they're going to lay down later. OK. Or just saying that you cannot specifically speak about these things. These things that are specified, you can't you can't turn that into a specified conversation. Okay. If it happens to come up in passing, I imagine that gives them the room to say, "Well, I shut that shit down right away, and we ain't talking about gay." But then, like, what if what if it comes up in conversation? Like, what if there's a kid that comes into school, this child is is gay, and they say they mention something, and then the teacher shuts it down, like you said. Yeah. But the other kids heard whatever they heard might maybe misinterpreted it and then went home and told their parent then what well now there's there's an issue did the school do this is the school doing something that was was prohibited by this bill or was it the kids who overheard the thing you know what i mean like again they leave it very vague mm -hmm. and th there's no specific form for how these conversations have to be classed they can turn anything into it and they can deflect anything from it unless a teacher comes up and says hey let's talk about sexual orientation it'll be difficult for the parents to sue on this right but at the same time if if there's even a note of sexual orientation in a conversation the parent has a lawsuit ready to go that's crazy so they really leave it open to both sides I feel like it's 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 too vague. It's too broad of a spectrum. There's there's there needs to be if you, if you want this to be that way, then you should set certain parameters and guidelines, and it should be clear. There should be more specificities. Absolutely. Now, my question to you: Do do you think that there is an appropriate age to discuss uh, gender identity and sexuality and things of that nature? Absolutely. Okay. No doubt about it. What do you think the, the age is? When it becomes relevant to the child, it doesn't matter how old they are. If it's relevant right. when they're five, then five years old. If it's not relevant until they're 12, then 12 years old. So Some kids can't handle things. Some kids cannot handle things. And I feel like the problem with that, again, is because it's so vague. It's so general. You can't say, okay, I use my kid. I keep using her as an example. She's 11 years old. 
um she is the kind of person that she is and she's a very understanding person at 11 years old but i know there's a lot of kids that are not as understanding as she is right i remember when the first time that she and i had a conversation about homosexuality yeah she was in the third grade i think and i don't remember how the conversation came up but she and i were talking about something and it came up and i explained it to her and at that time she was like oh that's gross oh that's weird yeah fast forward to now she's in sixth grade um we already had this conversation before because it came up in whatever way it did at that time not yeah. because i brought it up because it came up from her from whatever it was that we were discussing at the time and now she is such an open-minded person she makes all these little videos and, and does all this fan art and it's all these these gay characters two guys together and two women together and this right. and that and whatever you know straight couples gay couples whatever it is yeah this I mean, is what that she, manga gets into it boy if it does but she is so accepting of that and I like that she's open to that. She's yeah. open to people being who they are and What's loving wrong them with for that? who they are. Nothing. I want her to be an open and understanding and accepting person. That's the kind of child that I'm trying to raise. Um, you like people or you dislike them because of their behaviors, not because of who they are. Don't dislike somebody because they're white or dislike them because they're black or gay or straight or yeah, whatever. Because they're racists. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm gotta, just saying. You got to decide why. You have you have have a have a solid reason for disliking somebody, not because of their of their uh, sexual orientation, or their skin color, or any stupidity like that. But at the time where I had the conversation with her, it was because of her curiosity, and that's why I discussed it, and I discussed it with her openly, because um, she wanted to know. If your kid wants to know, why not tell them? If the kid is curious about it, why not tell them? How are you have? What about the kids that can't ask those questions at home? Again, using no, you I as an example. Ask that fucking question at home. There you go. Yo, uh, I saw this dude kissing another dude today. I get slapped in the face just for saying some shit like that. Don't bring that into my house. That's awful. So what about children who are gay and can't talk about it at home? Who are they supposed to talk to about it? The counselor? Then what happened? Well, I'm glad you said that. Because yes. the next part of this. Go ahead. Requiring certain training developed or provided by a school district to adhere to standards established by the Department of Education. Requiring the department to review and update as necessary specified materials by a certain date, yada, yada, yada. Basically saying now if you're a guidance counselor and you have training to talk to kids who are going to fall into the LGBTQ gang, uh, you now have to be retrained to forget the fuck all about your actual education and comport yourself to Florida standards of deny and conceal everything. What? <laughs> they're, they're taking people. Yes counselors and teachers who are trained because you know some of these teachers out here ain't playing games like they're really out here to fucking teach kids and help kids so mm -hmm. they've got like the kids peace training you know that that's what they do in the summertime or you know like they know how to handle kids who are going through it right so what they're saying is any of that that's provided by any of that kind of training or any programs developed or provided by the school district have to be changed that training has to change now so that these people, instead of their main priority being help the child, being shut down sex talk and tell the parents right away. Wow. Now, I find it funny that this is this is an amendment mm -hmm. being added to another part entitled student welfare. Mm -hmm. Like they really think that this is going to be better for the student by allowing children to be subjected to this stuff. Now, I feel like. I feel like I, I agree with 
there are certain conversations or certain things that should be brought back to the parents. Think mm. about um, bullying, for example. Yeah. You have all these kids that are bullied in school and um, the parents don't know what's going on. Right. The counselors might know and the parents don't know. I feel like that's things like that. It's important to talk about that. You shouldn't withhold certain information like that. There's things that are detrimental to the child from right. the parent. But who decides that? Because uh, I used to get bullied in school. Yeah. And when I made the mistake of telling my father that I got bullied, I got beat the fuck up at home, too. Because he ain't raising no fucking pussy. Which is awful. Which is awful. Which is awful. Because why should you be beat up for that? From, by your parents. Well, I mean, that's, that's a whole different rock with different worms under it. But this, <sighs> like, it's it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you don't tell the parents that this kid is being bullied when he hangs himself in the, in the closet, mm -hmm. then, you know, now the, the blood of this eight-year-old is on your hands. Because as a parent, you didn't know he was being bullied. You should have done more. You should have been more involved in your kid's life. But then when the school calls home and the father beats the kid to death and says he fell down the stairs, yep. now it's the school's fault. They should have fucking kept that to themselves. They should have known, but you know what I mean? It's it's really, this is a, this is a very, very messy situation. I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole section eight here. Not, okay. not the welfare program. I'm talking about section eight of the thing that they're amending here, student welfare. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going to read a, a short part of it because it, it deals just with this. Mm -hmm. Like if the kid comes to you and asks for help or if there is a child saying that they're confused about something and they don't know what's what. Um, this is being added requiring school district personnel to encourage a student to discuss issues relating to his or her well-being with his or her parent or to seek permission to discuss or facilitate discussion of the issue with the parent. So again goes back to what i said oh what so, about so, someone's trying to molest you here at the school well let me let me bring you down here so we can call your parents oh someone at home is touching you well let me come down here and uh who's touching you your dad well let me call your mom real quick that's messy that's that's messy some things i i, I don't know i'm i'm really i'm really it's, torn by this I'm, I'm, i really am because again it goes back to my whole issue of safe space for children right. not everybody has i had i had a very safe space as a child i had my parents that i could go home i could go home to my mom and tell her anything you know this yeah um that was that was how i was raised my mom was my advocate no matter what um as an adult i went through a situation where i didn't want to tell anybody about it and when i told my mom she was like why why, why didn't you tell me this you know yeah. what i mean um i had that and I want to offer that to my child because I feel like that's important. But there are a lot of people who don't have that. When I tell people about it, when I told you about it, you were like, wow, I, w I didn't have that as a kid. Um, a lot of people don't have that. And the safety comes from their counselor in school or whoever. It, it's, it's real. It's real touchy. It's, this, is, this is really touchy. I, I don't know how to. I have a hard time with this. I really do. Going back to what I just read. Uh, if, if you go to a, a teacher or a counselor and say I'm being abused alright that falls into one category but if you say uh, so and so told me that they like me and that they're gay yeah now this person's not allowed to address this issue at all what they have to do is tell you that you should talk to your parents about this and so if it's something more serious if they can't convince the child to talk to the parents then they have to call the parents or notify the parents and try to ask them for permission to facilitate a discussion with the parent. 
That's crazy. The teacher has to ask the parent if I can talk to you about this thing that happened today. It's like when the fucking Mormons knock on the fucking door. So what if, again, what if this is a parent that is homophobic? That using that same gonna, scenario. They're going to refuse to have that conversation with the teacher. Now it falls on the teacher. What do I do the next time the kid comes to me? Again, all they can do is notify the parent and encourage the kid to talk about this with their parents. Not, not great. I know so many uh, people who had parents that were gay that tossed them aside. Right. Because of that, of, of their sexual orientation. Yeah, that would have been my household. My mother was not against gay, but my father was so overwhelmingly against it that we were a no gays household. Right. So then, what? I, I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's difficult for me. It really is because I, 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 I just don't think that this was well thought through on its surface and some aspects of it. I get it. I, I understand it. I, I support it, but I don't support all of this I, I don't I agree in the, uh, uh, to the effect that I agree with some of this mm -hmm. I don't think that school districts should be punished for having discussions with children that teach them about themselves or anything really that this is a thin line education should happen in the school there's no reason you should be lying to the children or putting a screen over things that's how things like communism happen that's right. how dictatorships right. begin that's how people get fucking murdered out here that's how genocide starts right but i do want to know if my kid's being fucked up in school i do want to know that i yes. do want to know if my kid is having a problem in school mm -hmm. if they're going there and crying all day mm -hmm. long and they're not talking to people about the problems i mm -hmm. do want to know things like that mm -hmm. absolutely i do too but i don't want the teacher to go to prison or the school, or rather, let me rephrase that. I don't want the school to lose all the money that they're spending to educate my kid because some teacher should be in prison. If the teacher withholds some shit and something happens to your kid, you should be able to... This should really be set up more to hurt the people who are doing this because there are groomers out there. You hear all yes. the time about teachers sleeping with students. Yes. So I get it. They're using that as as the shield and i'll get back into the shield of innocence here in a minute mm -hmm. but like again i agree with parents should be entitled to know things if if it's detrimental to the home life then there should be something set up for that though and this is how this is how they get around that so what's interesting the, i'm sorry no you go ahead go ahead this paragraph does not limit or alter any obligation of school district personnel to report suspected abuse, abandonment, or neglect as those terms are defined in section 39.01 of the original thing mm -hmm. to which this is an amendment. Mm -hmm. That's the first place where they put the shield of innocence into this. Okay. You brought up grooming, and I, I just want to touch on that really quickly because that was one of the things that uh, came up in my yeah. um, word, my verbal sparring. <laughs> and for good reason, because someone who should know better put it out there. <laughs> so um, the person who I was uh, having this uh, back and forth with, uh, we ended up, the conversation ended with, uh, you know, you know what I said? I asked him a question and he said uh, something that was very ignorant. And I said, you know what? That's your opinion. You're entitled to it. Have a nice day. Yeah. And his response to me was something to the effect of, um, you know, I'm an advocate for children and keeping evil away and preventing grooming or something to that effect. And what I think that people 
don't really understand is that you can't be groomed into being gay. You can't. You could be groomed into being molested. Yes, absolutely. But you can't be groomed into being gay. There's there's a total two and, totally different yeah, issues. I don't, I don't like that they draw a line from one to the other. Homosexuality equals child molestation. Yes, and that is something that is repeatedly uh, done throughout the years. Because they even at one point they even tried to there's was a discussion of moving um, uh, uh, pedophilia into a sexual orientation, which yep. uh, no. Um, and with regards to the grooming, there is, um, I want to say this lady's name, Christina Pushaw, who is the press secretary for DeSantis, governor of yeah, Florida. The guy who's trying to throw all this in the mix. Yes. And she tweeted on March 4th. She says the bill that liberals inaccurately called the quote unquote, don't say gay would be more accurately described as an anti-grooming bill. She went on further to say. If you're against the anti-grooming bill, you're probably a groomer, or at least you don't denounce the grooming of a four to eight year old child. Uh, silence is complicity. This is how it works, Democrats, and I didn't make the rules. Indicating that at least Southern Republicans, um, just in case there's some out there who aren't fucking stupid, uh, believe that homosexuality is linked directly to child molestation. And it is not. Hearing the words my sister's gay or i have two dads or mm -hmm. i have two moms that's gonna make your child gay absolutely not it's it's not you know the way they're born or the way they grow up isn't going to be affected so much by how you raise them is going to be affected by if someone says so and so in the sixth grade is queer that's and and the thing is that there are plenty of children heterosexual children heterosexual adults that were raised by two fathers or two mothers you see it around you. Okay, yeah. fine. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be that way. And also, just the opposite. There are plenty of homosexual people who were raised by toxically hetero people. Yes. Like parents. You yes. know what I mean? Absolutely. And so those are things that I don't I don't see how you can say that that's, you're grooming a child to be gay at four to eight years old. Okay, you don't want to you don't want to discuss sexuality with a, a four to eight year old child to any extent that's perfectly fine yeah that's perfectly fine but to say it that 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 that's grooming is is mind-boggling to me mm -hmm. um i feel like people who say that don't understand how these things work don't understand they sexuality don't know what grooming is and they don't know what grooming is yeah, um this, this is like the the grooming portion of it Go or at ahead. least I have to assume it is because it doesn't use the word grooming either. Okay. Like they're so mad that they called it the don't say gay bill, but this bitch is out here talk, no. talking about it's the anti-grooming bill. Yep. You don't do anything to keep teachers from grooming kids into molestation here. Hmm. Part two. A school district may not adopt procedures or student support forms in which, you know, like uh, anybody who's been to a diversity workshop at school or a group counseling session, you know, uh, I was offered stuff like that all the time mm -hmm. because, you know, the guidance counselor could see I was an abused child. They seen I was getting beat to shit all mm -hmm. the fucking time and I was coming in fucked up. And, you know, you see it in a kid's attitude when they go through something like that. Yep. This is prohibiting any of that. Uh, support forms that require school district personnel to withhold from a parent information about his or her students mental emotional or physical health or well-being meaning they cannot provide a safe haven for you they cannot provide a safe haven for your children if there's if your neighbor's kid is being fucked up beat up molested every day by his parents there's no way that kid can go and say i'm having this problem then 
comes the second piece, the most powerful piece of the shield of innocence. Mm -hmm. Unless a reasonably prudent person would believe that such disclosure would result in abuse, abandonment, or neglect, as those terms are defined in that same section 39.01 that I mentioned earlier in mm. the shield of innocence. Mm. This basically makes it so that the school district and the government can do no wrong. Even if the school district gets sued, it's not the government's fault. They're not saying you shouldn't do the right thing. It's just, uh, we're not going to tell you what the fucking right thing is. We're going to tell you that you have to do this. And if you fuck it up and end up getting sued, it's not our fault. And if you bankrupt the system, it's not our fault. You can't then sue the state to get your school district back or anything. You're just asked to fuck out and those kids can be bust somewhere else at the parents' expense. Do you think that this is part of this uh, whole... I, I, I see it this way, but I'm just curious about your thoughts. Do you think this is whole, part of that whole issue that people have with critical race theory and book banning? Because I see these Absolutely. things tied together. Absolutely. For me, at least. You think about the books that they're talking about banning. I actually went through a list. I wish I had it with me right now. Um, a list of some of the books that are being banned. Um, I know we talked about Mouse in the last one. We talked about a couple of other books that you had bought. Yeah. Um, the Blue Aside by Toni Morrison. A lot of, a lot of books that are being banned. Um, along with other ones where main characters of the books are are gay or bisexual or transgender or whatever books like that that are being banned but they're books about teenagers or preteens that are queer yeah. why why are why are we what is what what has caused this shift to go from speaking about things openly i remember being a kid and reading um history books i remember being taught about the civil war and they were like the civil war had nothing to do with slavery absolutely um, did sure did like no, like they absolutely did say that yes and so then um and, I, and I, you know I, I really hated history i told you know this i hated history when i was in elementary school and high school and stuff yeah but then went on to college and majored in history which you know diff different thing because you get more of the truth there because you do get more of the truth i learned so much more outside of you know first through 12th grade when it came to history and stuff like that yeah. they didn't shield us from it because we did talk about slavery and we did talk about uh, certain atrocities. We talked about Native Americans and this and that. That wasn't hidden from us at all. But it wasn't spoken about as in depth as it was when I got to college. When I got to explore those things so much more. It wasn't exactly glorified. The genocide wasn't exactly glorified. Mm -hmm. But the committers of said genocide absolutely yes. fucking were. Yes, they were. Absolutely. Sure, sure. I mean, it was wrong that we killed millions and millions of people and took all this shit. But, but, but. You go down to whatever fucking state, you can see Robert E. Lee's statue right there right. on that horse he used right. to kill all those damn Redskins. Right. So that's one of the things. So to me, I feel like these are just, just different steps towards shifting away from these things. And I, I hate and, saying it this way. I, I really do. But I feel like this is all part of that make America great again thing. Because you think about how old we are now. We're, we're, we're you know, late 30s, early 40s. When we were kids... Things were taught in this one way and yeah. then there was a shift towards more open-mindedness and realizing you know what slavery really was fucked up the yeah. people who enslaved us really were fucked up and the it's, native it's american okay genocide to be offended that my ancestors were uh slaves yes but now they don't want that anymore no because they never did in these areas and that's what this make america great thing has brought back up like the fucking regurgitated bullshit that it is yes in the system that we call our government yes because the greatness has nothing to do and this is what makes me so angry about it. The greatness has nothing to do with the minorities, with the people of color, with 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 uh, people that did not fit into that mold of that wasp, I guess you can say. Um, 
when they're not being glorified, America's not great. It's only great when these things, when these people are are, are honorably mentioned. That's what, how the fuck I what, feel what about What they're this basically shit. saying is that separatism and hatred is what made America great. Yes. As long as I don't have to look at black people or gay people, I don't care. As long as I can remember my great-granddaddy being a war hero, I don't care. It doesn't matter if he was a war hero because he killed... 4,000 Native Americans with, with him and his regime running right. through raping, r- raping women and stomping baby heads. That's okay. That's okay because that's the way they want to remember great-granddad. But, God forbid, one black person wants to get up there and be like, my grandfather Emmett Till was beat to death in the streets. Yo. Oh, that man needs to shut the fuck up. That's not what made our country great. That's no. Awful. What makes the country great is how you recover from bullshit like that. Yes, talk about it. That's, that is the thing. It's, oh, it, listen, there's nothing wrong you know what you can be proud of your yes your grandfather was great he did whatever he did he got these awards it was he you you want him to be commended for it but look at how many people suffered under that person yeah he gonna be talked about at clan meetings for decades to come listen you but that doesn't make him any more important than somebody who was an actual hero that's all that's this this is what i find very upsetting i just it just really bothers me so much because i feel like um they want to they want people they want to pull that veil back over people's eyes because yeah. within the last decade two decades or so people have really stepped out of that and yes. young people accept people for who they are in ways that they didn't when we were kids when our parents were younger they they're they more accepting of people the kids that my daughter surrounds Absolutely. herself with are, i mean she's around so many different kinds of people and they are so much more accepted. I remember watching my nieces grow up. And the kids that they surrounded themselves with were so much more accepting than kids that when you yeah. know, I went to school. And it's a beautiful thing to see. You know, you have people who no longer look at, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to uh, date this person because they're outside of our of my race. But now yeah. they're like, no, fuck it. That's way more accepted now than it was when I was Absolutely. Look at us. Where, you know where what I, I grew mean? up, there wasn't a whole lot of that. Right. Like, uh, you had... It was more like individual families who were, which I know doesn't make a lot, almost fucked up my mic there. Uh, <laughs> individual family sounds like a contradiction, but uh, the city of Easton, like there's a lot of interracial relationships and interracial yeah. kindness going on out there. Yeah. It's just certain families are like, yo, I don't want my daughter dating uh, a Mexican. Right. I don't want my daughter dating a black guy. Right. Or I don't want my daughter going out with some white dude. Like there's there's certain family beliefs, certain families who believe right. that you shouldn't mix. Right. But overall, I lived in a fairly diverse place, like where that kind of thing was accepted, but right. not still not on the scale that it is today. Well, and and I think I can say the same thing because uh, the air, the neighborhood that I grew up was definitely a more uh, when, when, when my parents first moved there when I was five, it was mostly white people that lived there. Right. And then um, over time, it just became more and more. Um, people of color and one of the things was that we all recognized each other as different like we knew that it wasn't a thing that was weird like we knew the white kids were in the class and the spanish kids and the black kids and whatever whatever but we were all cool with each other because we grew up together clear aesthetic difference yes but we grew up together so it was okay so when we started getting to the age where you know the boys were liking the girls and the girls were liking the boys and you were seeing people of different races being together and we were like all right fuck it whatever who cares i don't care and that's how it was for us. But my family, there's there's a lot of interracialness <laughs> in my family. Um, right. And I've told you it, about that. Because a lot of your family is from outside of the country. Yes. Which, you know, 
that kind of eliminates all the stupidity that we deal with here with the racism and shit. You know, this is one of the most racist countries. My country is my country. My family is very, very mixed up. We're, we're very bigoted here. And mm. uh, again, I go back to separatism because we like to separate ourselves for some fucking reason from everything that's not exactly the way we feel or look. Right. And I mean, we're not pebbles. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we're not just things you pick up on the beach and sort in the boxes. I mean, those things are nice to have, I guess, but those things are inanimate. Right. It's, it's just those it's, things don't go to school with your children. Right. I just feel like is there's a lot of uh, underlying bigotry in a lot of these 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 movements, these uh, issues with the critical race theory, these, yeah. these book bannings, this this um, this student was it called again? Parental what? Parental rights of education in education. There there are things in it that promotes bigotry. Yes. I and that's what bothers me about it. That was the conversation that I was trying to have on Facebook with some people. And it was like they were just not comprehending what, you know, the points that I was trying to make. Because they're, they're so blinded by, I don't even know what the, what, what the right word is. They're right. blinded. Um, you know, the other thing about this that is also very troubling to me, going back to um, homosexuality and children and things like that. It reminded me of that um, Netflix documentary that I watched, the um, the one about uh, "Pray the Gay Away." Oh yes, that the that, conversion camp. Oh my goodness, that was such an awful thing to watch because what ended up happening at the end, they were doing um, interviews of people who were the leaders of that movement of the you know lead straight lives, <laughs> take back our country movement. Because for some reason that's that's the the goal that the uh, the opposers to homosexuality and all that stuff they mm -hmm. they they seem to think that gay folks uh they they seem to think that everyone included in that alphabet gang is coming to take over the country they want to yes. run this country the way that it, that they want it and that's it everyone's going to be gay that's not how it is though people just want to live their lives freely as themselves I feel like these people have all seen like some terrible stereotypical program of of this like they they all seen that that one woman who is so pro-lesbian that fuck all men right and they think that every gay woman is like that well th that was the thing with so with the, with the documentary they were showing these people that were claiming that they had uh you know become heterosexual and the one man um he was a gay man yeah and he had become straight and he was married to a woman who was a lesbian and you know says she was straight as well Okay. They had children. Okay, all of that, which all, all, all fine and well. Um, but he's like trying to convince people that he had become straight. Until this one day, he got caught in a bathroom. He got caught in a a, a gay club or bar. Mm -hmm. And he said the reason why he was in there was because he had to use the bathroom. It was just a place like, I used to know from my sir, former life, and I knew they had nice bathrooms. Exactly. So, I like to sit down when I pee, and they have beautiful seats. What happened was, like he, you know, he felt really guilty about it, and a lot yeah. of these people felt really, really guilty because that's what they do. They guilt you into thinking yes. that you're not going to heaven. Your God is not going to love you. No one is. Yes, and so part of that brought me around to doing a little bit of research on statistics, and I just want to put this out there because. People seem to think that and have this idea that um, you're going to be made gay and you're going to be this and you're going to be that. But the suicide rate in um, gay people, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, whatever, whatever, all of that is significantly increased. 
Um, suicide is the leading cause of death among young people in, uh, between the ages of 10 and 24. And the LGBTQ youth are four times, four times more likely to attempt suicide than their peers. Mm-hmm. Approximately 1.8 million LGBTQ youth between the ages of 13 and 24 seriously consider suicide each year in the United States. And at least one attempts suicide every 45 seconds. That's probably some of y'all's children's fault. Not the kids who are out here thinking about suicide. I mean, the ones who have parents like you who let their kids go to school and bully kids for being gay. You don't. Let me tell you something. Or for looking gay. My, that's one thing for my daughter. Let me tell you. She'll come home and she tells me some stories about some of the kids in the school. And I tell her, you know what? Not everybody is as fortunate as you are. Do not ever yeah. let me hear you hear any story about you bullying some kid at school. Because that's not how I raised you. And that's not what I taught you. I'm, I'm in there. Even, even my parents had a, a firm grasp on that idea, which is weird to say, because I just mentioned earlier that if I, which I did, like I experienced this, I came home and told my father I was being bullied, I got beat up at home. Yeah. But let the school call that man and say that I'm out there bullying somebody. I'm beating that ass. That didn't happen to me. I got away with my bullying on the down low. Oh my God. But my older brother was a real bully. Like he was a piece of trash. So mm. when my parents got that call, he got fucked all the way up. And for bullying so, kids you ain't got no business yeah my father tell you yo you don't pick on them it's not their fault they're gay they're just stupid or you know whatever like he wasn't okay with them being gay by any any stretch of the word but he still saw that it's not okay to beat them up for it your father is interesting character he really is He is, man i wish he would talk to us he won't he won't give me an interview yeah. known this guy all my life <laughs> I, next time i see him maybe i'll try uh, it might help out but i'll try well, i don't know we'll see don't wear any rainbow shirts He's still a little sensitive about you, it. You know like I he, got all kinds of rainbow, pro-gay, yes. pro-everything. And that's cool. And I wouldn't actually like be like, no, you can't go with me because you're wearing that shit. But I'm telling you, if we walk in there and you're like, can I get an interview with you? He'd be like, I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> I got this shirt that says pro-gay, pro-straight, pro-ho, pro-science, pro-something, pro-everything. I'm going to make sure I wear that next time I see him. That's cool, <laughs> but it's at your own peril. That's all right. I'm willing to risk it. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I just see how bad you want to fit in my family now. <laughs> I'll return the favor. I, I don't necessarily need to fit in. I fit in my own little, you know. Little All right. Well, remember that the next time we're talking about Christmas dinner. Oh, God. And and listen. Listen. Nope. L- can we go you back to this? You had your chance. <laughs> <laughs> this listen, is now no. an off-air discussion. This is, this is we're not having an off-air discussion right now. We're having this discussion. We're talking about yeah, this because I absolutely. really feel like this is really something that I, I wanted to talk about um, some gay issues from our first season. And I just I, we kept getting put off for other things that we needed to talk about, but we're here and we're talking about it. I don't like this. I understand some parts of this bill, but I feel like they left too many things open, too many possibilities open for some real fucked up shit to happen to some kids. Yeah, and I feel like they did that on purpose. I feel like that's absolutely true. I feel as though this is one of those things that we really need to pay attention to because what one state does, the next states will do it. They're all absolutely. hop on the bandwagon. You know, we talked about uh, our, in our episode, What the Fuck Texas in yep. season three, where we talked about abortion rights and how Texas was making some moves to essentially ban abortion, yep. um, which if you haven't heard that episode, definitely go check that it out because that was a effective. great one. Um, but now in the news over the past week, we have Oklahoma yep. doing a very similar thing. Don't think they're the only ones. They're, they're not. The next one that appeared on your television screen. Exactly. So... 
you know, we talk about here on here all the time about protecting your kids. And as much as it's important to protect your kids physically, it's also important to uh, protect their mental health. Yes. And not the way that this fucking so-called bill is trying to do it. No. Disinformation um, and miseducation and the lack of education is not helping anyone's children. That's nope. how we stay in this state that we're in. Nope. Uh, and I'm saying this from the perspective of a mother. As much as you have these dreams and these desires for who you want your child to be, it's your job to mold them to be a good person. Your That's job. your job. Now, sometimes your kid might not be exactly how you want them to be. You know, maybe they're going to be gay. But it's your job as a parent to love your child as they are. Now, I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. and You might never hear this out of me again. Oh. So oh, hang on to this let me, episode. Well, let me grab this pen. I'm writing this down. Right. <clears throat> Tommy says. Hit me with it. Uh, you know where I stand on people saying that uh, being a mom is the hardest job in the world. Yeah. The first thing I say is, have you ever worked in a coal mine? Uh-huh. Yeah, we've had this. But you and now, I have had this debate. Go ahead. This. This is the reason that they say being a parent, not a mom, mm -hmm. a parent is the hardest job in the world because it is your job. You're not being paid for it, but it is your responsibility. Yes. To make sure that your child grows up with the ability to understand their world, their yes. environment, where they live, and not just in your neighborhood because your neighborhood isn't shit. I don't care if you live in Beverly Hills or in fucking Brooklyn. Your neighborhood isn't shit mm -hmm. when you get outside of it you your whole life can be in one city and that was fine for you but it's not likely that that's going to be the same for your offspring absolutely. and their offspring absolutely so being able to mold a mind to think for itself is not easy nope there's a clear-cut path to it but the decisions themselves are not clear-cut mm -hmm. that's why it's important that you make your children able to understand even what you can't Maybe you don't like gay people. Maybe you don't like black people or dark people. Or maybe you're black and you don't like white people. You can let your child know that that's how you feel without making them feel like that's how they have to feel about it. You can offer that sort of understanding to them just by raising them to be understanding. You don't have to let your, your daughter date a kid that you don't like. You can be a bigot and an asshole and she'll grow up or he'll grow up and he'll realize that. But you have to teach them that they have to make their own decisions. You can't do it while you're in my house, but what you do outside of that is whatever. I think that sometimes the important thing is to realize that you can't make people who you want them to be. They're no. going to be themselves. You might not like it. I'm sure I've made plenty of decisions. I sh I'm sure I know I made plenty of decisions and my parents were like, I don't know why the hell she did that shit. Joe, tell me about it. Um, but at the same time, they allowed me the space to make my decisions and loved me and corrected me when I needed to be corrected. Right. And one thing they taught me, like I keep saying, is you accept people for who they are. Be their, their sexual orientation, their skin color, whatever, does not make them a bad person or a good person. It makes them people. What makes them a bad person or a good person is the, the moves that they make. It's how their parents how raised treat, them. How they treat other people. And so... I feel like one of the things that we have to remember as adults and as parents is that we want our children to be good people. We want them to make good decisions. Mm -hmm. Even if they're going to be shitty people, making good decisions will make them good shitty people. If you want your kid to be a fuck up all his life, then don't do shit. But if you want him to be a grade A clan member, then you better teach him good decision making. Oh my gosh. 
All I'm saying is that there's a lot of kids that need to be loved on and be, to be accepted for who they are. And that's one thing that I want to do. And I just want to share that with people. You might not like it and you might not agree if your kid is gay. But does that really make them a bad person? Does that really mean that you should kick them out the house? Man. Does it? Think about how many people are in jail for murdering people and their parents go visit them. Yes. Why do they still love on their children? Think about that for a second, because that's that's, that's something that I always try to, to, to the, make that correlation. Because the gay preacher that abused that guy as a child thinks that uh, they should forgive him for that murder. <sighs> yeah, I took it to Rome. Did you? I did. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm going to continue to take it there for as long as people think that you can put church and state in, into schools or, or together in the schools for things like this. But it's not OK to talk about how the Catholic priests are basically just child molesters and homosexual at that. Yes. We're going to let these homosexual child molesters make the rules for our kids uh, in school. But, man, we ain't going to talk about no homo stuff. You we know, ain't going to talk about molestation and sexuality because we don't want that curtain to be pulled back on the fucking wizard. When I was, uh, I, I don't know if I talked about this on the air. I probably did. I don't remember. Uh, I went to Catholic school. Okay. We shared that. Did we share that? I don't know. You shared it with me. I don't, I don't know. I don't, we talk about a lot of stuff on here, so I don't know. Anyway, um, there were people that I knew that worked in the church and in the rectory, and they yeah. knew a lot of those priests were gay. Yeah, but they couldn't talk about it. They had to hide that. Those are things, of course, you know that that were kept under wraps. It's embarrassing to the church. For why? Because Jesus doesn't love gay. Oh, their God. Jesus. I, I always like to specify that their Jesus doesn't love gay. Listen, I read the Bible. I read it inside out. I read it from cover to cover, and that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, "Love one another." I've read the Bible too, and all that babbles is the same thing: love each other, take care of each other, yep. and be respectful. You can't. That's the basic theme of the whole fucking Bible. Exactly. Be respectful and take care of each other. The other thing that people always say, if you do this and if you behave in this way and if you do this and you do that, God's not going to forgive you. It's a lie. That's not what that says either. The book don't say that. All, so, all that stuff. There's only, what was it, seven things? There are seven things that it says God will not forgive you for. Mm. But he ain't going to shit on you for it either. It's not our you place. You just ain't going to get where you're going to get that way. With those seven things, everything else, all you have to do is be like, my bad I don't, and that's it right I don't understand how it is that people want to quote the Bible and, and use that but they use it to their own benefit it's exactly what it is it's not your place to judge you don't know who who God is going to take to heaven my mama says in the Bible it says that God says that he will pull people from all ends of the earth it absolutely does in Revelations it even gives a specific number for how many people are going exactly and you know what you're probably not included because yeah. I imagine that that registration filled up mighty fast well listen at the end of the day like i said i really wanted to talk about this i feel like i have not gained understanding enough to support this bull this bill fully um that's it right yeah which bill is why fully. you are not okay, reasonably okay. prudent <laughs> that part of that fucking shield of innocence i'm telling you that that's why they put stuff like that in there because when you come out there making all the fucking sense in the world they're gonna be like well didn't you also Happen to mention that your cousin was gay and you used to hang out with him when you was a kid? Uh-huh. You'd be like, yeah. They'd uh -huh. be like, well, that's not prudent. I'm not trying to hear it. I'm not, I'm not, you're not going to use me against what I said. I'm not trying well, to groom I just any did, child. And Florida's going to do it too. I'm sure they will. Uh, homosexuality, uh, talking about to kids about homosexuality is not grooming. No, my um, pops talked about it with me. Oh, God. I've just, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of aspects of this. There's things, like I said, I brought, we brought up the critical race theory. Oh, before I forget, speaking of critical race theory, 
yesterday. Is it yesterday? I don't know. Day before. Either way, Florida and DeSantis and all of that stuff. Um, there's now um, there's there's another issue that came up that with the uh, critical race theory and Florida. So on Friday there was a a press release, and there were 132 books submitted for uh, use in Florida's public schools. Yeah. And out of those 132 books, this is for math, by the way. All math. All math books. Okay. 54 were rejected, um, including 28 that, that incorporated quote-unquote prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies, including critical race theory. And, the four, and 14 others that didn't uh, align with the standards. So what, what did those math books look like? So my question is, what, what kind of math books have critical race theory in it? All right. And, Third and grade what? word problem. <laughs> Two black guys are in prison for a combined total of 44 years oh for armed robberies. One white dude committed the same crime and got six months probation. What is the difference? Oh, dear. Unless it reads like that, that shit is not critical race theory. I don't know what... I don't know... I can't find anywhere... What specifically was in these books that they felt were so uh, went against their and, and curriculum? You, you absolutely. Um, but that's important to know. What is it that y'all have a problem with? That's the issue that I have here because nothing is specific. Everything is just these vague comments. Oh, it fits yeah. a critical race theory. Oh, or it, it you know, what was the other one? Oh, there's another word. I can't remember the acronym. I think it's S E L. I can't remember what it is. This isn't some other thing that, that they're trying the, to fight about. What it is is a fucking excuse. I f listen <laughs> I just don't understand what can you possibly find wrong in a math book I bet there's nothing actually except maybe they used uh people of all nations and races and sexualities in like these books probably... like maybe they had a picture of a gay guy who was like obviously gay or something mm. where there was like a rainbow in the in the corner of one of the pictures and one of the parents was offended I don't know I don't see how you can bring CRT or sexuality into math. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure either. Which reminded shit me. ain't sexy to me, let me tell you. Reminded me of another movement that I saw, Reclaim the Rainbow. Oh, Listen, yeah. These people. You can't let gay people have a these, rainbow. These like, it's folk, not like they own it now. These folk bent out of shape about it things. It will still be in the sky. They are you can bent still put it on your bumper too, Chad. Like, it's cool. When you go out hunting with your dad, mm -mm. you can still have that rainbow sticker on your bumper. It doesn't mean you're gay. The problem is that people are unwilling to accept people for who the fuck they are yeah. they, they don't have to align with you they don't have to be like you to be a good person yeah that's the idea that a lot it seems to me that a lot of these folk have and it doesn't make sense you don't have to suck that guy's that guy's dick just to let him be gay like he can go and be gay all without you and, and you not bullying him and not trying to be a piece of trash to him doesn't take shit away from your day right it doesn't make you less christian it doesn't make you less of an american listen if so it doesn't, if fuck it's not is the difference you, if it's not for you and you don't like it move the fuck on yeah the guy probably doesn't want your ugly ass to suck his dick anyway let me tell you i see so many things online that i can't stand that i don't like or people that post things and share things that are completely abhorrent to me but if i see it and i don't like it i keep scrolling yeah if i be if i'm around a group of people that i feel like i should not be in if I feel uncomfortable in a certain place, I exit. Yo, it's literally that easy. You don't have to argue and beat people down because it doesn't it doesn't work for you. Move on. Mind your business. Mind your business. That's it. I'm done. Word. I'm done. I feel like it's important to add this mm -hmm. uh, as a, as an aside mm -hmm. because I use my own personal life 
a lot. Yes. But uh, particularly today, with the way my father was about homosexuality and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I have an older brother who came out of the same environment as me. He's only a couple years older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's bisexual. Yep. Remember you told me about that. He came out uh, not long after he moved out of my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never seen him with a guy, but apparently that was a thing, like while he was a teenager and stuff. So hmm. you can imagine how he would feel. Like even now, back then, he definitely couldn't bring that shit home. I right. don't know if he got help in school for it or anything. We weren't that kind of brothers. Right. Uh, but like, he definitely couldn't have told my father that. My father would have killed him. Like, literally, probably would have beat him to death. Ridiculous. Uh, so no matter how hard you try to enforce, don't bring gay around my house, don't say gay, however you want to put it. it if there's nothing gay around the child, they won't be gay. Let me tell you something. I couldn't listen to, to songs by people who my father thought looked gay. Boy George was not allowed in my house. Uh, there was a thing where Rod Stewart got uh, oh hospitalized. God had his stomach pumped because he gave too many blowjobs and swallowed the jism or something like that. Mm-hmm. From that day on, he was not allowed to be played in my house. My mother could not play queen in my house. So all of those, he did all of the toxic things to keep gay out of his house. And he still raised a gay child. A gay child, absolutely. Or at least bisexual. And there you have it. There you have it. I don't think that people really understand how these things work. There you go. There's Tommy's toxicology report. Oh, gosh. I appreciate you sharing that, actually. that was That was pretty... That was pretty helpful. Yeah, I, I think that's relevant. Yeah, I forgot all about that till till this moment. Um, with all the things that I know about your your brother. You know, I try stuff. to forget about that sucker too. I know because. But know. I feel like in this particular case, it was. It's pertinent. relevant. Listen, at the end of the day, as Tommy always says, be good to each other. Take care of each other, man. Be you should be you should take care of each other. For real, you people, know the, the typical caveats: who you don't take care of. You don't know what other people are going through. Exactly. You don't know how this can adversely affect so many young people. This is our. This is the next generation that y'all are fucking up. Absolutely, y'all are fucking them up. Look at all the older folks, folks older than me, who are fucked up still to this day about uh, having been gay while they were growing up and not being accepted. All the problems you see in these Lifetime movies and on TV, yeah. like when you stream and shit on Netflix, and yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I support gay people by watching this movie. Just think about how the reality of how fucked up that person is in the show or the movie. Think about that coming back now. Yeah. And not just being that bad, but being tenfold. Right. Because now the law is in place again to again. make it so that it's illegal to be gay. It's illegal to talk about being gay. It's illegal to look gay. It's going to turn into like Russia over there, where if you're caught committing a gay act, even if it's a woman kissing a woman in the street, that's a prison term right there. And you don't just go to prison like, ah, that was a uh, sexual assault or something. Right. No, you go to a special prison where they put other gay people, which, <laughs> I mean, doesn't make sense if they're trying to keep you from being gay. But you go to a gay prison where you're still not allowed to do gay things or say gay things. It's and they, they fucking hold you till they, they decide you're either not gay or you die. Like, you, there's, there's severe punishments for stuff like that. It's literally outlawed there. And that's where we're headed with bills like this. I, I, I had something and I forgot it, but it, it's it's so oh, it's funny because a lot of these uh, conservatives really support these bills, you know, but then at the same time they want smaller government. How do you want smaller government? But yet you're literally yeah. forcing or or allowing your government to step in on things that have nothing exactly. to do with them. Why are you going to tell me about whether or not I should take birth control? I've been on birth control for a long time. Mind your business. These motherfuckers out here. How are you going to tell a woman 
you know, you can't have an abortion. Mind your business. I ain't got nothing to do with you. Why are you allowing government to step into things like that? Telling them, don't telling uh, people, teachers not to teach these kids certain things. Don't allow them to read these books. Don't allow them to watch these things. Don't allow them to have these conversations. Why do you want people to be so closed minded? Oh, wait, I know why. Mind control. Because y'all want to take over. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. They can't control you if you have an open mind. You cannot be controlled if your mind is open. My mind is too open for this dumb shit. They can't control how you teach your child at home. You might get mouse for your child and let her read it. I sure will. But it's not going to be because of the school. No, I sure will. The government is not going to be at fault for your child not going along with the program that they support. She will not because I want her to I want her to know everything the same way that you know me and my curiosity i want to know all the things i always want to read stuff i always want to research stuff i want to know i want her to want to know and want to understand truth and lies and knowledge in general on both sides is a plague it's a virus that rushes through populations Mm -hmm. so when you put a child who has uh, an upbringing where they're allowed to read mouse for example and they're allowed to form opinions on the holocaust because it was real yeah then you have the chance that that child is going to go into school and tell their friends and one of those friends or all of those friends are going to say wow i didn't know that that's not what i heard yeah that's not what i seen let me look for myself and that right there that's the antivirus right there that's the vaccine someone wanting to go and check for themselves someone wanting to know the truth and that's why bills like this are important to the government that's why they put these in there because that prevents that child who read mouse from going to school and talking about talking about it that's true that's one of the things, too, that uh, people who speak against higher education, they, a lot of people don't like higher learning because when you go to that level and using myself as an, as an example, again, yeah. comparing the history that I learned in elementary school and high school to the history that I learned when I was in college, it's two different things. The higher education does open the doors for, for critical thinking outside yes. of the box. And a lot of people don't like that. No, which is why they don't like critical race theory, because it causes you to think critically about things that have happened in the past. Yes. Forgetting things that happened in the past, it doesn't fix the problem. 20 years from now, if this bill is still in place, it's going to be included in critical race theory because it doesn't just cover races. It covers sexuality. It covers socioeconomic placement. It, it covers all of the things that the, the, the rich European set into place back in the day mm-hmm. and their descendants don't want to change. Mm-hmm. they still trying to run this shit for the family. Y'all in a family business and can't even realize what it is in, in most cases. Mm-hmm. These folks are running for the dynasty and yep. keeping us in the dark is how they achieve that. Absolutely. Well said. <sighs> Y'all, <laughs> in preparing for this episode, I was talking to my dad. He goes, you're going to rant, are you? Aren't you? Man. You already know. You know me. I, I got it to say. So yes, daddy, I did it. Rant over for now. She I, sure did. I, I kept my mouth pretty under control. So, <laughs> I mean, I talked a lot about dick sucking and stuff, but not like in the normal toxic way. Sorry, daddy. You know how he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dad knows. Sorry about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, but <laughs> I would say it to your face. Listen. I'm sorry you specifically had to hear it. Got that, dad? There you go. <laughs> That's more than I'll give my own father. <laughs> what if they're talking like that for? Uh, that fucking one what are you gonna do about oh gosh my dad goes he has a potty mouth yes daddy yes does. i do yes yes he does but uh this and is something i'll oh, notice ahead. that okay. he was unaware of that this many years into our relationship <gasps> he's still unaware until that point that i have a potty mouth because mm-hmm. also i had respect beaded into me yes which that's probably the best thing they beaded into you yes well one of them uh, well anyway um 
I hope... I'd say probably how to take a beating was the best thing they beat it into me. Oh god, <laughs> that's come to oh. it's come to my aid in quite a few situations. Oh, oh dear, listen, y'all. We just wanted to. I wanted to gain understanding, and I just wanted to to, to really see if I could. If maybe I was misunderstanding right. this bill, and I don't feel like I was misunderstanding anything. I feel like it only made my stance on certain things stronger. Agreed. Um, I feel how I feel. I feel like there are people that need love. I'm the kind of person that I feel like if there was a kid that my daughter went to school with that her parents did not want them because of their sexuality or whatever, I would be the one embracing that kid because I feel like the ch- kids need freaking love. Right. Well, love on your don't children. Don't have to do chores though. <laughs> love on your children. Love on your children. Accept your children. Realize that your child is a person, their own person. Absolutely. They may not be, you know, the the sexual orientation or you know even the gender that you wanted yeah you might have a little girl but maybe that little girl feels she's a little boy you know it is what it is accept your kids accept your kids love on your kids teach them to be a good person teach them to accept people for who they are there are a lot of other lessons that you can teach your child make sure that they realize that you accept them for who they are don't just hide the fact that you know Mm -hmm. that they're having these tendencies or these feelings like if you if you're looking at your eight-year-old and you're like this boy is gonna taste penis skin one day then you go ahead and you let that boy know in some way i mean don't come out you know say it like an asshole like i did but like you you can let your child know that you know how they're feeling yes and that you support them even though you know it and that takes all the pressure right off like a lot of people don't understand how much pressure Mm -hmm. that takes off of a child to Mm -hmm. know that just one parent Maybe you have two parents and one doesn't like it, one won't accept it, like my house. Right. If I was gay, I could have gone to my mother and said, you know, uh, I'm really gay. My mom be like, don't tell your father. Right. But other than that, it would be, well, when your father's not home, you can bring so-and-so over. I don't care. Like, you can go to his house. I won't tell your dad. She was that kind of person. That kind of support means everything to a child who's thinking about suicide. Yes. And that's, that's, that that's... Man, I can't, I can't, because this this will get me. I'm already in my feelings, so I feel you, yo. <laughs> I'm in my. You know feelings. how hard it's been not to rant. I'm in my on feelings something like this because I get really pissed off when it comes to kids and hurting kids mm. and fucking kids up and withholding knowledge from a child. That is child abuse in my book. If you are not letting children see the truth, you are abusing them. Lying to a child, lying to people, is an abuse. Keeping children under your thumb deciding what they're allowed to know and what doctrine you're going to instill within them is child abuse. Mm. You don't get to tell kids that you have to hate people. You don't get to tell kids that you got to sacrifice animals. They don't allow that shit anymore, right? But you're going to sacrifice these gay kids for the sake of this fucking bill? Fuck y'all. There's your rant. Don't sacrifice your children for anything. That's your child. Love on your child as they are for who they are. You might not like it, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't love your kid. Man, I don't like a lot of people. I don't have to like my kid, but my kid would know that they're accepted. <laughs> you have such a way with words. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, listen, I think we're almost out of time. Yep. We're about right there. And uh, I just really thank you all for listening. Yes. I appreciate for people who might not agree for listening with an open mind. For real. Come or an back. open heart. Let us know what you disagree about. Tell if, us why we're wrong. Yes. If you don't agree, please feel free. I'm, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to listen and hear you out and even have a Absolutely. conversation about it because I would like Definitely. to know a different perspective. If you don't agree with our, our, our outlook on this, please, please feel free to reach out. I'm, I'm, definitely. I'm definitely open. Um, yeah. I'll probably take it a little bit more calmly than Tommy will. I, say, I promise I won't respond to y'all. But 
I'm, I don't fucking care. I'm willing to listen. I'm, I, I'm willing to listen. Um. Anyway. Uh, I'm curious. I, I want to hear, or rather read. I want to see your opinions. But I won't. I won't respond to you. Even if you are like-minded, I probably won't respond to you because I don't. Oh. Uh, also, before we go, yes. uh, I want I want our, our listeners to hit us up on whatever platform, Instagram, email, however y'all want to do it. Hit us up. Let me know what some of your favorite classic stories, like classic books are. Because I'm trying to do some more reading in fiction. I am not a fiction reader. Uh, I tend to steer away from things that were immensely popular at some time. <laughs> so... Let me know. Uh, after reading The Count of Monte Cristo, I really want to get into some other things. So you can leave that oh. off the list if you want. But let me know what you really enjoyed reading. Like, what woke you up to classic fiction? I got one for you. Good. Heidi. Wow. <laughs> I had, yes. I had like, multiple copies of that book. Really? Was yeah. it because of your name or was it a good story? Because um, of my name, obviously. Yeah. See, I don't want to read that then. I want to oh. read a good story. <sighs> I haven't read it since I was a kid, so I don't even really, really remember like the meat and potatoes of it. Uh, yeah. It's a second grade book report. Mm. This is a girl. Her name is Heidi. She has a dog. And really, it's like a wolf dog, and there's a whole pack of motherfuckers that this dog protecting her. You asked, I, I was trying to give a suggestion, but here you are, like, trying to tear my suggestion asunder. Uh, clearly, I've never read Heidi, yeah, so I don't know what it's about. Heartbreaking. can cry right now. Yeah, no. well, and that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> all right. Check you later. Bye. Coffee Cream and Convo is hosted by Heidi and Tommy Brown. Email us at coffeecreamandconvo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Be sure to visit us on our website at deadsavageproductions.com. Coffee Cream and Convo is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Bree. Bye!